Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting holiday edition of Bonsai Chat. I thought the theme would be coconuts (laughs) banging each other. I should just like put that in, just say, uh, there'd be a lot of references we could put in there. So, well, yes, we are here at our round table in the Bonsai Castle in the meaning of Bonsai life. (laughs) And uh, I'm here with DJ. What's up, DJ? Not much. How's it? How's it going? Good. good. Glad and to be here. I am uh, the Sir King of Bonsai. <laughs> the uh, the young, <laughs> not so king. brave, sir. Not so brave, Sir uh, Ryan. I would say. Oh no, not that bad. <laughs> well, yeah, we are here in the bonsai chat. We are See, gonna. It's so funny. It is. Yeah, there. <laughs> I, I was having a lot of fun going over what we'll be talking about today, but. Um, before we get started, just wanted to go over like a few things, but uh, you can reach us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube at Bonsai Chat, and uh, check out our Patreon at Bonsai Chat, and yeah, all that good stuff to support the channel. And uh, yeah, check out this late Bonsai Beat that I did. I did it on the band Anamanaguchi and the Scott Pilgrim game that's going to be coming out. I guess it's coming out in January now, but... That's in the new year. I thought it was going to be December, but oops. <laughs> Give me something to wait for. Yeah, yeah. And I have a kind of a made-up sponsor, I would say, but I'm just going to plug my uh, buddy Alex's uh, T-shirt line that he has. It's uh, Death Pit Apparel, and you can find it on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes. But um, for anybody that lives in Michigan and stuff, he just makes some funny cool t-shirts and all that and um you know maybe he'll uh make a bonsai one later or something like that and uh yeah i'll put that in the show notes check it out and um yeah support him too so cool some good stuff so dj this is a dj pick episode i have to say and uh i'm excited i was actually thinking about this and i was gonna apologize because all the other not that our other episodes were bad or anything, but I was like, man, these past ones that I was like bringing up, just like you know, shows and movies and stuff to watch, kind of a little more dramatic and like a little more drama filled. And I'm like, you know, they're a little more, at least you know what I was. I mean, they are heavy in in a lot of ways and stuff like Watchmen, Princess Mononoke. Not much comedy, not not much, not many yucks in there. And, uh, and then when I was talking to you about, you know, I'm like, I got nothing for this. You know, I wanted to try to wrap up this year with something good. And I had some ideas and you're like, what the hell are you thinking? And (laughs) you brought up, uh, Monty Python. And I was like, well, I love Monty Python. You're like, I love Monty Python. And that's why we're doing Monty Python. (laughs) That and the, uh, life of Brian is a sort of a Christmas one. Yes. Yeah. So it does, it does tie in. And I just think it's funny that all the movies and stuff I've been putting you through that are not that funny. And then you're like, when I asked you to do something, you're like, you literally pick a hundred percent comedy to do all this stuff. So I just thought it was funny. Well, in my defense, um, Muddy Python is not just comedy. They're intellectual too. Oh, 100%. So it, it's, but they're funny at being yeah. intellectual. So it's, it's thought provoking as well as, uh, yeah. gut chucking. And, uh, I, I love Python. I can't say it enough. So I could talk about Python all day long. Well, I guess that's what we're going to do on the podcast. So for an hour at least. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about 
uh, just basically the movies, uh, Life of Brian. Um, Holy Grail, Holy Life Grail. of Brian. And oh, yeah, Life. In Order, you're right. Yeah, so uh, I know I, I didn't know how those were. I knew Meeting the Life was later. You can just tell in that, and we'll like, get into that, but it's like I wasn't sure what came first. I always thought when I was growing up that Life of Brian was before, just because I knew about Holy Grail before. I mean, that was the first one I knew of uh, Monty Python stuff, so I was like, ah, that must be like, because, you know, sometimes, like, stuff gets brought up when they had, like, more stuff come out, like, with, like, uh, TV shows and movies. Sure. I thought it might have been the second one. I had to go back, but I just realized that the Holy Grail is the, their first movie. Yeah, so. their first movie. Honestly, I mean, I guess Holy Grail and Life of Brian are close in terms of, of production Time, value. Yeah. But you could still see that it was a little bit more, I guess, primitive would be the right way for um, Holy Grail. Um, but still, yeah, I guess uh, I can see that confusion happening. I can. Yeah. And again, this is when these movies came out, we didn't really even have, there wasn't even Google. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> At least, I remember my mom and dad going to see Life of Brian, and my mom and dad were not into Buddy Python at all. But they went and saw it and came home, and we were just so disappointed. And then I later watched it, and then I challenged my dad. I'm like, how could you not have left? <laughs> yeah, you got to be open-minded on that and just be – It is. I mean, we'll get into it. And, um, yeah, do you have anything to say, like, or anything, like, announcements you want to talk about or anything? Oh, not particularly. I mean, we can wait till the end of the show and talk about my uh, podcast or our podcast, but that's really it. Okay. Um, as far as video games go, I've nothing. <laughs> I haven't yeah. really played anything. It's a busy time of year, so yeah. I understand. But uh, yeah, How let's get. Uh, uh, not. Nah, I mean, I, I I've been playing. I've always been playing games, but I, like I said, I just wanted to talk about like the bonsai beats and stuff like that. Sure. But. Uh, yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is a good game. I'll just say that. But, <laughs> but yeah, let's get into our, our breakdown of uh, the Monty Python movies. Cool. All right. So we will be talking about Monty Python, the Holy Grail, Life of Brian, and the Meaning of Life. So, how do you want to like start with this? Do you just want to start with like our first impressions on all the movies, or? Well, I guess we can just talk about the movies in order if you want. I mean, I'm yeah. open. I'm open. I mean, I could talk any way you want about these movies. I mean, the only thing bad about Holy Grail, if we want to start there, is the ending. If, it, if it's not for the end, everybody, it, it starts out funny and it just goes, I mean, even the damn subtitles in the beginning the of Swedish that movie, stuff. yes, yeah. have been sacked and those have been sacked, have been sacked. That is so funny. Yeah. And it, that just starts it off. And then almost every single scene after that is a good scene with the exception of the end. I mean, I, I love Monty Python and how they take a joke and play it over and over and over again throughout their movies. And that that's evident in both at least uh, Holy Grail and Life of Brian. Um, so, I mean, I just, they are so funny. I mean, the, the, the swallow and the, the bird, I mean, the, the, I mean, the swallow and the coconut, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's hilarious. It's so dumb. It's, so, you know, and <laughs> it's so silly. Si yes. Yeah. It's the most like just 
what the, what were you thinking? But like, and even on paper, you're like, that's, I mean, it is funny even then, but the way they acted out just makes it the most like hilarious thing ever. And it's not, it's, it's a running, a running joke. It really is. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, right, well, so what was it like your, what was, how did you get in like introduced to Monty Python? Because again, Monty Python, you know, it's, it's uh British, you know, it started off obviously as the flying circus and you know, they're this. That's exactly how I went in. I remember the kids at school talking about flying circus and we had to watch it on PBS. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that was exact. My introduction to my Python was flying circus. And you liked the flying circus. And well, so some it, of it was way over my head at the time I was a kid. You know, so some of it I didn't understand, but some I got a chuckle out of it. And that was at least enough. Those chuckles were at least enough to get me interested in watching the movies and the movies. I mean, I, want, I don't want to lash at Flying Circus. There's some really great, great skits in Flying Circus, but the movies are just everything. Well, they're, they're more centralized, too, yes. even though they do explore a lot. But I mean, the Flying Circus, I, I don't know how it's long a sketch that went for, but yeah. Yeah, you had so many different mini movies, basically. Yes. You had all these clips and all that, which basically are like how the movies are set up, too. You know, Mon uh, Holy Grail, Life of Brian, more or less Meaning of Life has, it's like they're they're broken up in a lot of ways where you're like, that's this part, that's this part, that's, they're bits. I mean, because they're sketch comedies. Oh, they so are, totally but they're all, they're all connected. I mean- to bring out your dead. Yeah. I mean, how can that be funny? I'm not dead yet. And they play that yeah, joke throughout the <laughs> Yeah. You're not fooling anyone, you know. Um, they they play on that uh, that joke. I'm getting better. Yeah. I mean, that you heard that over and over again. And each time it was funny. I mean, they were able to take a joke and just bring it out for everything it was worth and made it relevant to the story. I mean, there's so much I could talk about in each one of these movies that was just hilarious to me. I mean, what, what, what about you? What's your first impression of uh, well, Python? Holy Grail was the first thing I... That was the first, like, introduction. Because I didn't even know they were, like, this sketch group and all that stuff. But, I mean, I'm coming at it from, like, a different kind of era and all that. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I do love sketch comedy. You know, I... I remember growing up and just like, you know, I, I love cartoons and cartoons can be anything. And, you know, a lot of these people did write on, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. And, you know, even comedians and stuff. But I mean, sketch comedy, when you saw like Saturday Night Live and all that, you know, it's like just when you can think of a funny bit and a funny little like segment of a story and, like Kids in the Hall was another one I liked a lot. I liked Kids in the Hall too. Yeah, All right. Yeah, and it's like those were just just so they had just like so many cool bits and like things that just you know I just they could be like I mean I wouldn't even say smart like because it's like you don't know why you're laughing almost it's just like it's sometimes just like so dumb funny but especially with like uh, Monty Python there was a lot more meaning and. The way I was introduced to this is, uh, like, two of my good friends, they were, you know, a little older than me, and they just showed me. And they basically just showed me this because we were big D&D &D guys. You know, we liked a lot of medieval stuff, and they're like, you got to check out this movie. And it was basically for the scene of The Black Knight. And oh, the Black Knight's awesome! I mean, too. that's literally <laughs> the opening scene of the movie. And it's well, like, it's oh, close to the opening, yes. yeah. But it's like, it's such a long 
bit too. It's it's not like, hey, you like you can't cross here, you know, screw you, screw you. Like there's a huge fight scene and there's there's like gore. It's it's crazy the stuff that they showed. And since it obviously was a movie, they could like do more than like SNL and like things that were on actual TV and stuff. And like when he threw the sword into the guy's like helmet and like just the blood splurting out everywhere. Like the dark, uh, the uh, the Black Knight, because like I don't I, think I think you're talking. Think, sorry, I think you're talking about <laughs> another scene. I don't think he throws the because at the end of the that was that was the, the beginning bit. No, because oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. The yeah. first, I thought you meant the 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 Black Knight, and when he was going up against King Arthur. King Arthur. No, okay. the first guy. The, one, he the kills. first guy. You're absolutely that's right. The I'm thing. sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Like, yes. That's I'm why sorry. the whole bit is so funny. Yes, because, I stand corrected. Yes. Yeah, King Arthur rides up, and you know he has to cross the bridge, and like he sees the two knights fighting, the Black Knight and the yes. other dude. And they have this epic. Ba- it's like a really cool fight. It is. And he throws that sword into his into his and helmet, right in the slit. Yeah, right I know. Eyes. It's like that weird. It literally could just fit that sword. <laughs> and he goes into him. And again, the thing I'll bring up a lot with all these movies too is, you know, it's like Austin Powers and all these movies that come later with like spoofs and stuff like that. But Monty Python, man, they really freaking started. Not they weren't like. I mean, they definitely were like the originals in a lot of way, but they were. They just make a good ass movie, and like even their stuff is like you know dated now. But at that time, it's like to do these dumb skits. They put everything that they probably could into it. You know, like costumes, like and this everything is like, they had the budget to. Yeah, at least you know, yes. and, and like they really pushed it. Like I mean, things you know, like like that's silly, but like it still played into like the joke. But they even like they tried to make things look really, really. Uh, good. No, you're right. If we can bring into the go back to the bring out your dad's um, part. Yeah, yeah. The the mud that was all over the place. I mean, you, you really. I yeah. had the. I guess that plays in the part where he says, "How you know he's not? How you know he's the king? He's yeah. that shit out of <laughs> I didn't vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another one too. That 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 dude. He's he's a communist. I don't know if he ever. But that dude is a communist. I told you we're a commune sit. Yeah. But, I mean, but the whole I'm point being is repressed. <laughs> come, come see the violence inherited in the system. That's a great yeah. line in that one. But um. The, the the scenery even yeah, even, everything. even the fog and i all mean the, and like extras and actors and stuff like and this goes in you know to a lot of the uh, yeah i i don't mean to cut you off but it's just no that's okay like they it's it's for how old these movies are it's just like they still hold up i think though it's like almost well, like star wars i don't think wars, they're you know? dated like you said they were i really don't think they are i don't think they me. yeah <laughs> Like what? you can you can put that lens on, but you don't have to, and they they still hold up compared to like a lot of other comedies that you're like that's yes, like you're absolutely right because they were cutting corners and stuff. And but it shows that they the detail of any good work is is, yeah. is shows the difference between a master's work and just an amateur, and the, their detail in their their comedy because in, in the end it's comedy. It is hundred percent, and the detail that they put into it is just. It, it shows that they worked hard at their craft yeah. and that they mastered it. I mean, there's just so much, I mean, that I could, I mean, even the, the, um, the whole scene where uh, she turned me into a newt, yeah. the witch burned her. I mean, that, that whole thing is I mean, an quotes, awesome scene. The quotes of just these three movies, even from 
I'm sure flying, like I'm not even a giant Monty Python buff. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know, but I mean, even from these three movies, there's just endless quotes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, we talked, we, we started off about the, uh, the swallow and the, uh, um, coconut bit. Mm-hmm. And, and the first time you meet, um, Sir Buenavir, I think that was the name. Uh, he's actually has a swallow, with a rope tied to a coconut and doing the experiment. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, that's how the, the yeah. running joke goes through and through it. And then and they like don't tell you that. Like it's no, like, they you don't. Have you have to, to watch yeah, it a few times yeah. to figure that out. Oh yeah, and like another good thing with these movies too, especially like bringing them now. I mean, the first time I watched this, I mean, I was laughing at the basically blunts of the joke. You know, like, like the sword th- flying through, like. The Black Knight and you know his his limbs ripped off and <laughs> just a flesh wound. Yeah, exactly. Like all the just just stuff that was there on the screen, and you know, like a lot of the like it's a, it's a long movie and a long comedy movie in that sense, and especially like British comedy is a lot different, and I appreciate it a lot more now. Like I like British comedy a lot, and uh, but like at, at the first time of seeing these things. There's just like so many things I like, even like the, um, uh, <laughs> which it, which is which night is the one that goes in and he's supposed to be like the most like pure one and they're all like the the virgin Wasn't ladies. Wasn't it Galahad? Uh, yeah, yeah. And although it's speak us, speak. I mean, like that all like went over my head. And that last like comes in and wrestles him. He's like, I can I can take him. It's okay. I can handle this. No, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Yeah, and. Just Even like, that is funny. Yeah, it's th- these movies. There's a lot of like replay value, and again, like, I mean, it is adult humor. I would, yeah, I would definitely say. But I mean, I I probably watched it when I was like ten at least. So I don't know if that's the right age to watch it. But <laughs> I think it's if you really want to appreciate the whole thing, it's adult. But yeah, but ten, fifteen, teen teenagers can definitely. I mean, but that's when still, I started into Python was a teenage year. So, but again, even at that age, you're if you're first seeing this for the first time, I'm like, you're not going to catch all their references and all their other meanings of their jokes, you know, yes. for whatever movie you pick out of all three of these movies. I mean, there's a lot of like go through with it, even if it's like stuff that happened during that time and stuff and stuff that still holds up today. You know, it's it's crazy that they and even like their joke writing was influenced by so many other things that people love now. Like it's like, you know, South Park was a big thing that took a lot of um, uh a lot of Python stuff too. Even like their animation. Do you remember the very, young ones? The young ones? Yeah, it's a, another British comedy. No, no, um, I don't know. They, well, they're Python esque. Yeah. So, yeah, no. The point is, you're right. They influenced a lot of people. How I think now this goes back to Flying Circus. I think that had a huge influence on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think I think they broke the they set the groundwork. They they paved the way for all these later kids in the hall all the later ones if it wasn't for python i don't think they'd be around they are very pioneers of a lot of comedy stuff yes absolutely and it's like i like a lot of stand-up comedy now which is it's kind of like it's it's a different thing than monty python but like going back and like watching these things and like even watching like the old skits because like watching just which is fun about skit like uh um just like shows that do skits and, and bits and stuff like, you know, and they do like characters. That's kind of what I'm saying. But uh, it's like 
it's fun to watch just even just, you know, like three minutes and like five minutes of these things because they can tell a story in that time, which is crazy to think about some of the stuff that they do in the movies that explain a lot in a short amount of time, you know, and it's, it's just very, very, uh, I just don't know how they even, do it. Even their songs are funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, and then they, if we're talking about, uh, and they have that element too of like, you know, funny songs. Yes, you know? absolutely. I mean, we were to You're stick not, with Holy Grail for now, even that, that silly Camelot song in that movie, yeah. if you watch what's going on while they're singing it, I mean, they're kicking people as they're walking by. I mean, it's yeah. it's literally funny. It's a silly just, place. It, no, yes. Where'd my go there anyways? But yeah, it's it's just, if you watch more than just the song, the song is funny too, but you watch more than that, I mean, they put a lot into it is my point. Yeah. I mean, the songs get even better in the later movies, but the point is that even their songs are funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, Holy Grail, I mean, that that is a lot of that was a big part of my childhood, at least just a lot of the jokes of, like I said, I remember seeing the, uh, the black Knight whole scene. And then my friend would tell me, he's like, well, then you got to see the rabbit scene if you like this scene. And that's like way at the end. So like, I'm like, well, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, Oh, you're going to see this rabbit. And I'm like, it was just so, it's still such a funny part. I mean, like the whole killer bunny is just. So, well, this plays on the Sir Robin ran away thing. Yeah. But in the rabbit scene where uh, Robin stands up and says, I went and soiled my armor. <laughs> and then later they're like, go change your armor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is great. I mean, I, to, I just love the, the whole aspect of, especially Sir Robin ran away. And, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like all these jokes in between. Cause even from like the, you know, the, um, the black knight scene to the rabbit scene. I mean, there's thousands of jokes in between that, even from, you know, Sir Robin getting, you know, talking to the giant and stuff like that to, you know, um, the witch scene, you know, with the duck and stuff like that. I mean, there's the Camelot song. I just like, there's so much stuff. The French, I mean, come on, we didn't even bring that up. I think probably the, with the exception of the ending, at least in my point of view, the Knights Who Say Knee was kind of stupid. However. I like them, but it's like, I just, I just like, I never thought that was that funny. I just yeah, that's thought, my point. Yeah. Of all the, okay, so I guess stupid is the wrong word. That it's part was really, funny. yeah, and it's, it's like, it's kind of long. No, it's, it is. It's a very it long is. part, and it like kind of like breaks out of what's going on. Like, I, re- I always remember that part too, because they like get lost in the woods or something, and like they're like stuck in there, and it's like, I think it's funny that when they just say knee, it's like they're like, uh, uh like, like that's kind of silly and like cool, but then it just like goes on for like yeah, 10 minutes. It's the, like, it's the oh. least funny of all. It's still and, like, like it doesn't go but, anywhere. Yes. They're just like knee, knee, and they're like, oh, well, oh. it can be a shrubbery and then a little shrubbery a little yeah, higher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, like all the actors, it's just uh, that that's because. I didn't know who these guys were when I first watched this. So like going from here and then seeing the other movies and getting into like the flying circus and stuff. I mean, these guys are freaking some of the best comedians in Absolutely. the entire world. And they're highly intelligent. Yeah. I mean, they like, uh, like I started it out, they, they're intelligent, but they're funny about their, their intelligence. And that to me is admirable. That's, that's why I like them so much is because they, they're just not stupid humor. It's not, kick him in the nuts humor and that can be funny too but it's it's just there's so much more packed into it yeah 
Well, and they are taking these big, heavy ideas and they're making fun of them. I mean, they're taking the whole concept of King Arthur and Camelot and they're like, let's just make fun of this and talk about how fucking dumb all this, uh, like a lot of this stuff that we think I is. I think that apply, applies to the next movie. Can we and move the, on to Life of Brian? Or yeah. Are we ready to? Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, that's like what I'm saying with all these movies. And that's the whole point of Monty Python is their satire on all the stuff. You see, but I remember the crap that went down for Life of Brian and the religious folk, they got their panties in a bunch over this. And the thing is, they were making they weren't making fun of Christ. And they, they were making fun of religion itself. And if you watch that movie, they not not once do they really truly make fun of Christ. I mean there are a couple of jokes, especially the ex leper, but that's not making fun of Christ. Yeah. You know, that's making fun of 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 the leper and then the a situation that can be. In fact, I think they use they use Jesus Christ in a in a respectful way because when you the first opening scene he's on the, the sermon on the mount and 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 it's he's actually saying what was said in the bible and, and of course the funny part about that is all the people on the way back can't hear him but speak up and all that stuff yeah and they're misinterpreting it because they can't hear him i mean but they never they never actually go after christ and i watched a uh a uh it was like a debate where Pyth um uh, Michael Palin and John Cleese took on, and these this is on a British show. I know you can see, get it on YouTube because that's where I watched that. And he took on this uh, this archbishop and another religious dude, and it was the first time I saw Palin pissed off. I mean, because they were just wrong on everything they were saying about. You could tell they never even watched the movie because if someone watched the movie, would would clearly see that they weren't making fun of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and but yet these two religious. I guess you'd call them British icons at the, for, at the time. They just got offended because how dare them? How dare them make fun of Christ? How dare? And, and that never happened once. Now, what I really liked about Life of Brian is that the more you know the Bible, the funnier it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, once again. Every damn scene is so funny, like uh, the stoning, and are there any women here and yeah. all that? I mean, that oh, is no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, that, that is that is just awesome. I mean, and, and the, the the old man said, "Well, what did I do wrong?" I just said, "I had a nice dinner." And I said, "This is good enough for Jehovah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is Jehovah, that is, Jehovah. <laughs> I mean, it's all the whole thing of taking the Lord's name in vain. Well, he really did. He just said it was good enough for God. How is it taking the Lord? Yeah. That, it shows that uh, at least the because that that uh, John Cleese character was a Jew, and and it shows the 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 Jewish sternness of of obeying the law, obeying the law, and and I kind of there once again that's the religion. It's not making fun of of any rabbi, which is what Jesus was. I, in the the ex leper thing, that's that's just perfect. How the ex leper has a livelihood. And then all of a sudden, Jesus comes along and and, and cures him. Yeah. And then there goes his livelihood. He has no ways of making money yeah, again. He's just a normal guy. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely funny. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, all these little tiny in intricacies that are inside this movie. I mean, I think Mighty, I mean, uh, Life of Brian packs much more of a punch than the other two movies. If you ask me, the best movie of the three is Life of Brian because there's just so much involved in it. I mean, they they literally rip religion apart, 
factions. I mean, the scene, even though it is funny, you remember when uh, uh, they they were all chasing Brian, and this is when and he had the gourd. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the haggle scene. That's another funny part, too. But, is uh, that when he loses his shoe and stuff? Exactly. Like, yeah. But the, oh, the whole point of that scene was, even though it was funny, was that you had religion. One starts with follow the gourd. Another starts with follow the the, the shoe. In, in moments, the the religion fractured. Yeah. Just like in real life, although that takes centuries to happen in real life. But the point is... In a bit, they did it yes, right. Yes, and they did, it, they did it right. I mean, and him falling into the... Or jumping into the, the pit and stepping on the old man's foot and causing him to speak. And they all mistake that as a miracle. <laughs> yeah, he's like coming to life. Yes. Like he's like rising from the dead and all that. Well, because he, he took a vow of, of, of silence. And then he, by him stepping on his foot, that broke it. Yeah. And so they miss, they totally misconstrue what the actual happened. Yet they they fall for him like most re- religions do. They just It takes reason right out of it. And they were they're actually applying reason in a funny way. And the most philosophical of that movie is when Brian actually gives his speech when they all follow him to uh, to his house and they the the mother comes in and tells him you know well, okay you talk for a little while. That speech about was was pure one hundred percent individualism and how you shouldn't have to follow anybody. Yeah, I know because his like life set for him on. Like not what he wants at all. Like I mean, like he's he he gets mixed up with Jesus, and it's just like he's kind of screwed from day one. He's like know? Brian is like a parallel life to Jesus. They're running at the yeah. same exact time, and he like yep. never wanted exactly. That. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're two rivers that are flowing which is the a, same way. I mean, that is such a funny idea. Which it truly is could honestly have happened. And that I mean, it's like that you know back the, like the times of the times you know what i mean it's like that's not actually a crazy idea that someone's kid could have got mixed up in this you know however you want to believe in you know well, with all the religious fervor that's going on that's been on long before um jesus was there i mean moses and i was long before then yeah so this is just an accumulation of it and they were just highlighting it i mean we want to get back to the christmas part the opening scene where yeah. uh well, na- I guess the nativity. true opening, I said the yeah. mountains. It's when the three uh, wise men come yeah. and see. And the great line that, that going around cowheads in the middle of the night doesn't sound very wise to me. No, I mean, th- that's awesome. That's yeah. great. I mean, it's just it's just perfect. And, and for a guy who was raised Catholic, it just it meant so much to me because they, you could really tell they did their homework. I guarantee you all, well, the, all and of them. And they probably were too as well. Oh, I'm I mean, sure they were. Yeah. I'm sure they were. Because that goes into a lot of the other movies. And I mean, even in, um, I mean, even in uh, Holy Grail too. I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, they don't dive too much into the, you know, like Christian stuff, but it's, no, they, it's still all there. They, no, you know? the, what is it called? Arthurian um, folklore. I mean, they definitely, they definitely did yeah. their homework in that too. But I just, you know, and this is personal preference. I just think that Life of Brian, which is so much more, because the difference between Life of Brian and Holy Grail is every single scene in that movie was funny, all the way up until the end, and always look on the bright side of life when they're uh, yeah, crucified, crucified, being crucified. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Th- it, at least they improved on the ending that was bad in True. in Holy Grail. I do give it that. Yes, and there I could talk literally almost. I mean, it's so funny when when Brian finds out that he's part Roman. 
And his mom tells him, you know, and he says, uh, well, were you raped, mom? And she says, well, at first. <laughs> I mean, that still gets me to this day. And yeah. I've heard that thing hundreds of times, and it still makes me laugh. It is so funny. And do you notice what she does, too, once Brian takes off? Mm-mm. She goes over to the Roman who's standing there and gets on her knees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was weird. Yeah. Well, what? I, I'm like, what the? Because it's like so like off screen kind of, you know, and it's like. It's, well, you see it a moment, but you yeah. see her get on her knees. Well, I wonder what the hell's going to happen. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So it's just, it, it's just. And it, that's what happens. That packs a huge that, part. Know, oh, absolutely. Like peasant women. Promise me like, the known world he did. I yeah. mean, that is great stuff. And that's like, I. I, I wanted to talk before we get into like any, I mean, I, I guess I was going to bring it to that, but it's like all the characters, you know, you have, I, I wrote them down here. So if I say their last name wrong, I'm sorry, but you have, uh, Graham Chapman, uh, Graham Chapman, John, uh, Gleese, Terry Gilman, Eric Idle, Terry Jones and Michael Palin. Palin. Palin mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I mean, they, you know, a lot of people, and this is with like the Mike Myers thing and all that. It's like there was plenty of people later in like cinema and stuff that would do this mixed, you know, like I'm this character, I'm that character, I'm a woman, man, fat person, this person, you know, whatever. But I mean, it's like Monty Python did it so well with just their original cast of just oh, so mixing true. up their characters. They, they were all women at one time. At like, yeah, this. someone, someone was putting on a wig at one point, and absolutely, it would always be different and. I mean, even with like uh, the Holy Grail and stuff, just them being just the you know King Arthur knights and stuff, and they're just so so stupid, you know. Oh, bonus points! <laughs> Tell me which one of those are the American is the American. Uh, Michael Palin. Oh no, it's Terry Gilliam. He's the oh, one okay. who was um he was the actually in the Flying Circus. He's the one who did the animation. Oh, he all was, right. He really wasn't a. I mean, every once in a while, he did like the did foot it. and stuff. Yeah, all okay. that. He that's what he was in charge of. I didn't know that. See, I I totally thought they just got someone else to do that. I didn't know that no, was no, one that of was, them. That was that was. And see, him. that's that was him. Yeah, sorry. That's oh, all right. <laughs> that was your foot. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but that's cool too because that just shows that they did everything internal. I mean, they obviously because they were so successful they probably had a lot of help in other ways. But like these guys did everything themselves from the acting to the you know just what the show should be or the movie should be well you know gilliam did uh 12 monkeys right i did and that's like i was looking at like all their like all the people's like you know films and tv and all that and that's like even uh uh john gleese it's like he's obviously dead his line of work is insane and still kicking to this day and i actually just heard him he was on uh chris hardwick's podcast id10 and um He's he did Nerdist too, like that was his podcast before, but he's been a big fan of him, and he just had him on pretty recently, probably like I don't know, like three months ago, and he like just came out with a book about yeah. something. But uh, it's just cool to see that, and um, I totally forgot he was in Rat Race, and like once I like read that when I was looking up the stuff, I just did you see that movie? No, I didn't. You never seen it? Oh, you should thought. check it out. It's it's a very funny movie. It's like. I've seen Faulty Towers and other some other things he's been in, and he was in a uh, Double Seven, and he was in, he's actually in a lot of video games too. He's I, in um, Harry Potter. Yeah, that of course. <laughs> out of all the big things, he's in Harry Potter <laughs> too. Yeah, which is probably one of his biggest credits besides this, I would say. But you know, Harry Potter can suck it compared to Monty Python, I would say. So, um, 
if we can regress a little bit uh, to yeah, life of Brian. He, he, well, yeah, it is life of Brian, but uh, John Cleese had gotten a little. I don't say it's trouble, but he got in trouble with the uh, righteous left because of he he defended uh, J.K. Rowling and, and her trans comment, and I think they nailed the whole trans argument in Life of Brian. Do you remember when they were they were sitting in the the gladiator state? Yeah, the, and, and I want to be a woman. Yes, put this off, Stan. But <laughs> it's symbolic <laughs> struggle against reality. I mean, they literally nailed that argument back in the seventies, long they before were, this ever came about. I mean, I mean, a lot of the stuff they talk about is, I mean, stuff people are bitching about today. Yes, I mean, it's crazy. Yes, and they end up if you pay attention. They first call him Stan in that scene, and they actually call him Loretta later on. So they really agree with calling him whatever yeah. the hell he wants to call. But it's still funny the way they took a serious issue and just made fun of it. I mean, and and they nailed it. I just that's why I like Python so much. I mean, in the seventies, before anyone was talking about this crap, they they dealt with yeah. it. Yeah. What was this is nothing really to do with that, but same scene. Brian, what is he selling? <laughs> oh, he saw a whole bunch of weird stuff. It's like cow tongues. Yes. Like, and, and, <laughs> and I think gargoyles or something. I don't yeah. know. A whole bunch of just weird stuff. I just always thought that was funny because it just looks like, I mean, there's not even, it's like, you know, they're, I guess, just making fun of, you know, like people that like sports stuff. And, but it's like, I just thought it was the whole, funny. The whole people's front of Judea thing is, is yeah. funny in that. That's how it all starts out, and that plays out at the end, too. I mean, once again, how they, they just regurgitate their jokes over and over again. They did that in uh, Holy Grail when uh, uh, Arthur could never... He always went one, two, five. Three, sir. You know, he, he could never, ever get... so, And they played that over yeah. and over again. So the, the way they well, did their jokes and over... The, yeah, and the coconut thing obviously ends up, you know with the guy with the three wishes at the, or the three questions at the end. Yeah. I mean, like that all comes in full circle Absolutely. with that. And like, Absolutely. that's, that's what's funny about like the way they make their movies too, because I mean, they're all really fun in games and stuff, but it's like people die in them and people get like killed off. Like, I mean, it's like when I was, I mean, life of Brian, like that happens in that too, but it's just like, at least if Holy Grail, like I, I was like kind of upset when some people would die because I was like, well, that guy is gone. Like, because it, it, they make it feel like a real movie, even though it's like a dumb. Well, did you comedy. notice that we're going back to Holy Grail that the, the, the killer rabbit, that none of the main characters died? It was yeah, all the it was just all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> they, they planned that for sure. But, uh, absolutely. But it, I mean, but it's like you think these characters are so important too, and you kind of like think it's going to be like, like at least at, when I was younger, I was like, "This is like, even though it's funny, it's like this is like Lord of the Rings, you know." And like I'm like, "These people are dying. Like this is like serious, but it's like a rabbit chewing people's heads off, or like it's a guy." Serious. Yeah, but it's like I, I just remember that's how much, and like that's what's that's what's fu- I think funny mm. about their stuff too is, it's like they they tackle serious things and they they take serious stuff seriously, but make fun of it as serious as they're portraying it too. That's right. They do. So it's they take like, care. it's so and, weird. Like no one really does that. You know, I don't think they talk about philosophy more than any comedy that yeah. any comedian that I've ever heard, with the exception of maybe George Carlin, but George Carlin did it through implication where they 
overtly talk philosophers. I mean, you ever hear their philosopher song? It's pretty damn funny. You should check that that song out. It's and that's is that a flying not, circus thing? No, well, yeah, it is a flying circus thing. It's not one of the movies, so because they did a lot of Broadway stuff too, and like uh, live. Yeah, stuff. those are usually though based on either the flying circus or skits yeah. that they had already done. But you no, know, they're they're still good. I mean, the, the Hollywood Bowl one, I've I've seen that one, and it's, it's still funny. Yeah, and um, but it's. They're 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 intelligent, and I I respect Very, yeah. yeah, and I respect that. I mean, almost too much. That's even, what I think too. Where like if I don't get something, it's like I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> like because you know if like you don't laugh during something, not saying like everything has to hit you, but if I watch like bits of theirs and I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, there's just probably so much that just went by me. Well, what really impressed me, and this is a minor minor thing, is most people, and I've told you this before in my other podcast, that most people mispronounce. Nietzsche's name. They say Nietzsche. Nietzsche, yeah. And he, they get it Nietzsche. right. They say Nietzsche. They yeah. get it 100% right. That impresses me. That means they've had a proper education. They know how to, to correctly pronounce his name. And I, I understand why people make that mistake because a Nietzschean philosophy, so you think Nietzsche. Everyone says that. But it's wrong. They <laughs> yeah. mispronounce the dude's name. That's I blame all the things that I've seen that people are like, you should read this or like even just like stuff on the internet. They always say Nietzsche. Well, they're wrong. I just look. I I never. I this is why I won't do it. When I was in college studying philosophy, I saw a teacher berate, make fun of a, a girl, young woman, for saying Nietzsche, and I just can't do that. I just make a mental note of it. <clears throat> they make they don't know what you know. They're yeah, a mistake, yeah. and and they move on. But it, you it, don't have to parade someone. No, you don't. It's well, I think that was a a bully tactic. I really yeah. do. But regardless, my point is, is that Nietzsche. they know enough to st- to call well, it. I'm going to so smart after this. So. Good. <laughs> then I've I've raised you. Yeah, up. exactly. Good. But the point is that they they really take their their intellectualness serious enough, but they still make fun of it. I mean, move, if we and can talk in a meaning life. They yeah. even do. They have the little philosopher talking. Meaning that. life, they get really into a lot of that stuff, and and I think that's the thing too. And they. The meaning of life, that's one of the points of it. It's like, I just think these guys just, that's just the way they, their brains work. It's not that they're, it's not that they're like pushing it or they're like, uh, like forcing it. It's like these guys just don't think any other way. You know what I mean? It's I think like it's they're how just, they're classically educated. Yeah. And, and I think when you get, and this goes with any comedy, and I think this is why I like comedy a lot, is I feel like when people get to that, whatever point of intelligence, whatever it may be, if it's Monty Python intelligence to uh, whatever, you know, any type of what, what I, th- you know, things I think are funny in my life. I just think people get so smart in a lot of ways. They have to make fun of life. Cause it's just like, why is everything so serious? You know what I mean? Like there are serious Sounds things like the Joker. Yeah. I'm so serious. Yeah, but <laughs> Joker, I know I get, it, but I'm kidding. yeah, but I mean, that's a good point too, but it's just, I just feel like there's a lot of people that, you know, especially in entertainment, you know, they, they are very smart and, and it's like, yeah, they could just tell you how smart they are, but that's not going to get them anywhere. They'd be like, I'm this smart in this way, but they're like, I'm going to make fun of religion. Or I'm going to make fun of society. I'm going to make fun of politics. I'm going to make fun of this. I'm going to make fun of that. In any way they think of just what their mind is capable of, and when they do it right, it's fucking hilarious, you know. There's an, another an American comedian um, who 
study philosophy, but yet you would never know it in his in his skits. But yet it's it's he he takes care of the same way that python does and steve martin yeah yeah he's he's a very very smart dude yeah he's one of the original og you know stand-up comedians yeah, too and, and he's been doing it forever yeah and the point is see those who say taking philosophy is a waste well comedians are understand like that it's not a waste and look at how much it, it benefited all these guys and then you know but like comedians are philosophers i mean that's, they are they're stand-up philosophers yeah i they, mean they are that and you brought up uh history of the world earlier um it's well in a different podcast but uh that stand-up philosopher is a mel brooks joke yeah yeah so it's from yeah, i mean there the you world. go another yeah. you know funny ass guy yeah, you know, absolutely he's another smart dude the, a very monty python ass yes you know? absolutely um i just i love the intellectualism of them and that they also are very funny and they're they're serious and they're funny and yeah. i love that combination and like a very well good blend you oh, know? absolutely yeah and they take care they take care of their details and uh, you want to move on and talk about yeah meaning of life yeah let's uh get into the meaning of life and uh yeah the meaning of life i i'd like this one i mean i would say some of it's warped like the fish very, fishy 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 thing but, yeah and some of it's and this is where it's like I don't know if it's just because they're later stuff, but I mean, the one I got the whole thing with the um, what's the big fat guy? You know, it's like I think his name's Cromte or something. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't exactly like everyone says that's like one of the funniest parts of that movie. I'm like, I don't think well, there's a couple of funny lines like, oh, "How you feeling, sir? Better, better give me a bucket. I'm gonna throw up." Yeah, that's a and great like, line. I get, but it's gross. I mean, of yeah. all the the vomit, and if you pay attention at the very end, after he's blown up you can see his inside well yes stuff. but as it as the camera's panning out john cleese is the, the wait, waiter, the, waiter yeah. the french waiter he actually reaches down into his rib cage and picks out a piece of food and eats it oh yes. i gotta rewatch that and see yes, that. Yeah. check that out the details once again yeah. oh but but what's funny about that part is the throw up i mean on, on the lady yeah. she's down there she's down there scrubbing and then she just streams it yeah. out. i mean that that's that part is funny but it's also gross and it's yeah it's very just yeah it's, especially for that time too like there's really not that much kind of gross humor like that you know now that's kind of like everywhere you know but if you think about it at that time that Really, and it was done really well. Like it, it obviously looks fake, but it's like, well, yeah, it was. But you still, it's like and when, like no one cares. That's the thing. It's like everyone is just playing it with a straight face. Like it's, it's this guy who's this abnormal size who gets this abnormal size, but again, he's just like throwing up everywhere in this fancy restaurant. It's just like, oh, okay, like well, you know, someone couple, sneezed. Almost, like when the lady, you know? when they were, when they first. He when he first started throwing up in that one table, it just said, "I'm out of here." Yeah. And that lady was given the excuse, and she said, "Well, I'm having rather a heavy period." That was funny. I mean, that that's pretty damn good. Um, so there are tiny bits in that yeah. that that skit that is funny, but yeah, it's not terrible. It's I not, just like no. people are like, oh, that's like the best part, or at no. least like the reviews I saw, and I like um. What I, I like the sex scene part, the sex education, I should say. Not sex scene, but I mean, all, there all the is. kids are bored looking out the window. <laughs> it's like such a funny idea of like, so, and that's where in this movie too, there, you know, the, the, uh, the production of this movie is like so well done too. And you know, this was in the eighties, yeah. but that's, what's crazy. Cause it's like, 
even with the money they had with like Holy Grail and Life of Brian, that's crazy to think about all the stuff they did in those movies. Well, they, did you know that uh, they actually ran out of money for for Life of Brian? They had to go to uh, George Harrison and get money from the, the Beatles? Beatles. Oh no, I didn't. Just know George that. Harrison. Watch the credits again in the beginning, and it'll say producer, and George Harrison's name comes up. Oh, George Harrison is a saint for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my sweet lord! Is yeah, there you go. Saying? Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's cool. And you can tell, you know, in this, that they they definitely had more money to do it because everything looks a lot better. Absolutely. But yeah, the uh, the sex education's really funny. And um, I liked, well, I liked the, the, I think the corporate raider scene was silly and, and I probably could have did without that. But I did like the birth scene of the, of the, 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 the machine that goes bing yeah and then and then it, it wasn't until the one that goes bing <laughs> yes and it wasn't until the administrator walks in flip, quick flip all the machines on yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, as if he's the most important uh, not the doctor not the patient no it it's a the administrator girl oh you don't need to worry about that. Uh, no, are you, yeah is it too early to be putting rolls yeah, on yeah, it yeah that's it yeah <laughs> See, there's there's some really good stuff or the father uh, who are you i'm the father oh only people that are involved yeah, are with like the 20 people uh, everybody else there there how are the hell are they involved but he yeah. takes the father out i mean that's some good stuff i mean it, the military scene's really good too the uh <laughs> what the cakes the given the cake you're talking about not the cake the uh marching up and down the square i like oh that, that one yeah. <laughs> you got something better to do, uh, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I like to see the wife and kids I'll get on with you. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah. And he ends up being the only, oh, yeah, I want to see a moving picture. Uh, well, Palin plays a great um, drill sergeant. Yeah, there. yeah. That's... Even though he lets everyone go and has a march in the square himself, he still plays a great drill sergeant. It's just sergeant. like so silly. And it's like, yeah, that's like what probably everybody in the military probably wants to say and all that stuff. And they actually, like, it's like, it's just a simple joke. You know what I mean? Well, it is. It's like, it's making fun of that concept but not like saying it's so stupid. You know what I mean? Like no, they're not absolutely. saying like, they're absolutely. not giving like the big finger. They're just doing the like twist. That. He got in their face, but yeah. then let him go. I mean, that that's the, the, the twist. And still in character. Yes. Like, you can go, you know. Well, speaking yeah. about, now well, we got to go back to Life of Brian for this, but the one scene when he's punches, punches pilot and they're all, all those soldiers are laughing, you know, uh, he gets in the face of one, and you can see that uh, Palin is about to burst out yeah. laughing from it. I mean, he, I, although I thought he paid punches pilot very well, especially with that speech impediment, still you can see that one little flaw there. I mean, that's like acting chops with like, I mean, that's with, uh, you know, with I would sketch have a hard com- time not breaking out, I honestly. That's with all that like pros and stuff, and that's, those are always like, I mean, the bit that probably made that, I it, it definitely wasn't the first time this ever happened, but like um, you've seen the SNL bit with uh, the cowbell and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, and he's more cowbell. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. I think, at least in my memory, that was one of the first things I saw where they had like a skit where, you know, it's like Will Ferrell, uh, Christopher Walken. Jimmy Fallon was in that too. Yeah. yeah. Like basically a lot of the main cast at that time. And it's just like that was such a funny bit. And you just saw them when. Will Ferrell's just like banging the cowbell and like that's all he's doing, you know, like the season of the Reapers playing and like I mean don't feed the Reaper. And it's like he's just he's just hitting it. It's like he's not even saying anything, but the way he's just like doing this hit, and you could just see like, you know, they're like acting like they're playing their instruments and they're but all they're, just but like laughing. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Like it's just it's 
it goes with all these things. But Jimmy Fallon would constantly break character and laugh like that. The only thing I think with that bit, since it that was probably one of his earlier things, like. I mean, I, it was so funny. You well, know it was. I mean? It and, was. And I think I, I remember at least when I saw that too with like a lot of my friends, we thought that made it even more funny because you saw these actors break character. And when you see that even in these, I'm sure there was a bunch of, you know, someone probably points them out in a YouTube video because it's like, how do you do that? Like they are professional. They don't do it a lot, but man, that must be so hard. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know? I know for I mean, a fact, just, I don't think I'd be able to get through the, just that, to even any do, of those movies without doing it. I Just to even do like the coconut scenes, like any, like, it's I mean, so I would silly. just be laughing the whole time. Exactly. Just, like, we have to really like skip down this like thing to the next scene, like with people banging coconut. I mean, yeah, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> it is. It's hilarious. I, all of these um, are, are hilarious. But to get back to meaning of yeah, life. Yeah, meaning of life, yeah. Um, I really like the the well. Here we go with philosophy again. That that discussion. I remember where he, uh, John Cleese, the waiters, starts the discussion between the the old man, and the old lady. Penguin was one of the characters, and they they bring up philosophy and they bring up Schopenhauer, and and of course they couldn't do a they couldn't do the philosophy talk and they had to get another a refund. But that that just shows you how that they're intelligent and that yeah. they they bring that into their humor. Um. I mean the whole the whole concept of the meaning of life, even though it's an improper question, they still uh, they still bring intelligence to it. I mean, well, yeah, you can't have that. You can't have a movie called The Meaning of Life without you would have to have some intelligence to make that movie. You know. Well, since I brought it up, the whole why it's when people say this is philosophy again, but when people say what's the meaning of life, it's an, that's an improper question because it usually smuggles in um some kind of extra life outside of you mm-hmm. right like god gave you the meaning of life or, or anything else that's outside of you but the correct or the proper qu- question question is what's the meaning of your life what's the meaning of my life what's the meaning of anybody's life whom we may be inquiring about that's the proper way to ask that question because life is the meaning of life life is the end in itself yeah you're in it exactly exactly so it, it's on of itself what is the meaning of life is an improper question, but at least they tackle it seriously and they don't just. Well, and the, isn't that the end when they're like, you know, uh, it's like, be nice to, you know, read a book. And I mean, like, uh, I forgot how they no, like sum no, it up. They, they, that's just the way they tried to sum it up. But uh, I'm like, that's I a think... good way to, I'm like, if, you, if there isn't a right answer, that's a good answer, I would say. I just <laughs> read plenty of books. You know, if you just said read, read Atlas Shrugged, then I would have been all over it. <laughs> no, but the the point is, it, it's. I mean, some people don't want to read, and they can still have a good meaning in their life. Even those things that 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 woman, I am hand quotes that woman says, it 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 may be a meaning of life to some people, but it may not be a meaning of life to others. That's why it's it's an individual thing. It's what is the meaning of your life, like I said earlier. So if someone, if someone can get meaning out of their life without ever reading. I mean, it don't, that's very plausible, right? I mean, you don't, yeah, you, you don't have to read. A you don't have it. It may enhance it sometimes, and it can help you out. But it, that is not the meaning of life. It, it, no book, even Atlas Shrugged, cannot be, which I think is the greatest book ever written, 
it it can give you it can be a guide for you, but it can't be the meaning of life because the meaning of life is your life. Yeah, no, that totally makes a lot of sense. It's it's an individual answer that works for each person in the world, and, it could, you know? and it's different. Yeah, for each person. That's so. I'm sorry about the, the digress tangent, but it, it just it makes me. I mean, think. we're talking about a movie called The Meaning of Life. Hey, oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of stars, you know. If you just look at, you know, uh, the millions of stars. Well, that that kind of song at the end is that what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. That kind of make does that make you say that man's insignificant? And it does like that whole song is just like, yeah, whatever. You know, we're flying through space. What yeah. what the fuck? We're does insignificant. The of life see, yeah. that, see, that means life has no meaning. At yeah. least human life has no meaning. So I think kind that's of flipping. Kinda, that I think uh, that's, on its head. I mean, the guy comes out of a refrigerator. Come on, this is true. <laughs> I mean, well, even the uh, the the liver donor card. I think yeah. the, the live liver. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's damn funny. That, that is really a pretty is. good one. And uh, the every sperm and stuff like oh, that. Oh, every sperm is sacred. Yeah. <laughs> oh, once again, making th- fun of the Catholics. That's exactly that. right. And then, of course, the Protestant across the street. Watch that whole thing because I could never do it justice. Since you did all the scenes off scenes, that scene in the beginning where the uh, wife has a baby, literally just in the picked beginning. Picked it up with your Deirdre. Yeah, that's exactly. Awesome. And like that's what was crazy because I had to watch that. Like I didn't. It's so weird because it's like it's shot so like there's like a chair and a table in the way, and you just like, uh, that's is that. Does Eric Idle always play like the woman? No, that was uh, Terry Jones. That was Terry Jones. Terry okay. Jones, which is he's also Brian's mother. And okay, because I'm Brian. like I was I wanted to ask that because I like his whole like oh like his his girl voice. He's is even so the woman funny. digging in the dirt. Yes, oh, Dennis, is a lovely filth down yeah. here. Because I'm like you don't even know if that's a girl or a guy, you know? <laughs> but I like that that. Uh, that voice he makes it's oh, like yeah. so funny oh it is like and he does he doesn't change it he just is a different character if it's a girl or whatever well called, since you bring up the uh every sort of sacred scene the details in this movie is still good because if you notice now they he i have to sell the lot of you to experiments yeah and so they're all walking out <laughs> the basically mill's closed and, yeah <laughs> and they're all singing very they're still singing every yeah. sort of singing but it's really very mellow well, well and when he says that then like one of the kids is like, I can't hear you speak. It's <laughs> that same like, joke again. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It, it's so the, like just there, and it's it's, but, it's that's funny. Okay, but they they those kids go off to die. Okay, and if you notice at the end, when remember when the whole the, the three families die and they go to heaven, where Christmas is every day, you notice in that big dining room. Those kids were in that dining room. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I got to see that again. Oh, not only that, the um, the, the Zulu that fought the Brits, oh, they're okay. in that dining room. The dude who lost his head, because you see a, a guy kick one of the arrogant British, uh, you know, John Cleese, I think it was. I may be wrong on that, but he kicks it, and you see the head separate from the body. The head is in that room on a table, and he's moving around and talking. Hmm. I mean, there are so many yeah. details that they actually included in that. that. Once again, that shows that they are intelligent with their with their comedy. Yeah, I know that's. And I guess that goes with what I was saying. It's they're not at least with the movies. They're not just chopped up bits like made into a just a feature length film. They're these things that have a through line through all of them, and 
they're tied together in some weird way, yes. however the movie is, you know, and that's, that's awesome crazy. writing. That's it's like, great writing. Yeah, and they don't need to do that, but they do do that, and it's it's hilarious, you know. It truly is. I I cannot recommend Python, although growing yeah. up, the women, the girls never understood it, hated Python. Yeah. Sort of like same with Benny Hill, too. Remember, I think that's you remember what, Benny Hill? Uh, the show? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know what it is. I never got into oh it. Oh, my gosh. How can you not? <laughs> I, you're too young. Oh my gosh. No, I think British Benny Hill was great. British humor for a lot of I, I mean, I can't say for but I don't know. I just like I think this is with like because uh, it's like The Office, you know, it was a British comedy and The Office is different in its new American style, but it's like people don't like the original one. I'm like, that's it's a British comedy and it's they basically ripped it off like they made it its own thing and i like them both but there are and they are different but i just yeah i i I don't get why a lot of people i don't know the author of uh the office ricky jarvis yeah ricky gervais gervais sorry um i saw an interview with him and he loves the fact that americans don't like the original because he said the fact that they went and made their own made him one of the richest men in england that's true yeah so he's in like three, like 30 seconds of one episode. And yeah, he gets to probably capitalize on all that. So. It's his. Which it is. It's yeah, it's he his. totally has the right for it. That's so. right. So I don't blame him. Good no, for him. It, it is. I, I just have some friends that like it's like if it's like British comedy, there's like I don't want anything to do with it. Just, oh, come on. If you can get by the accent, because sometimes the accent can stumble yeah. you a bit. But if you can get by the accent, they are just as funny, if yeah. not funnier than saturday night live or anything else we were talking i mean yeah, I, I think better it's just yeah it's, it's just it's funny. funny yeah i think <laughs> and it's not all good python is up there with george carlin yeah with it's Mel one of the Brooks. greats for sure absolutely yeah. so and one of the pioneers to a lot of things too so. if you want to understand the foundation of all the sketch comedy that has come since you have to watch python i totally agree and i i like sketch comedy but i i think sketch comedy is very hard because there's a lot of it and a lot of it's, I think, terrible. And, yeah, a lot of it dies. And especially, yeah. like, even Saturday Night Live. I like a lot of Saturday Night Live, but there's probably more bad than good. Ever and, since they went political, Saturday Night Live has sucked. But again, now, like, back in the day, I... I and that's I what I'm it. saying. There's, yeah, like, I've seen some bits now and then that are pretty funny. But again, it's like the majority of it, even from its golden ages, it's... Even that's like a couple years, you know what I mean? So it's like it's still going to this day. So I would think if you put it into like a pie chart or whatever, the amount of shit they have is oh, going to fill much that. Greater. <laughs> then, which is good because, you know, it's like Monty Python isn't like perfect or anything. Oh, no. But, like if you watch Flying Circus, there are some skits that you're not going to understand. But there the are The argument some... skit is really Oh, good. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Once again, that's philosophy. That's a podcast right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, they have one. See, we've got here philosophy uh, or philosophical humor. They have one skit where uh, it's Greek philosophers versus German philosophers, and they're playing soccer. And oh, that'd be good. Confucius is the uh, the the ref. The ref. <laughs> yes, and oh, so so Confucius comes and drops the ball. Well, hold on, they're getting ready. You can tell they're they're lined up, ready to run, and everything. Confucius comes and drops the ball, and they all just walk with their hands behind their back, thinking. 
Uh, <laughs> like philosophers, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that funny. is funny. And if you're a philosophy major like I am, it's extraordinarily yeah. funny. That's that was their sport. I mean, that was their life. <laughs> yes. They so, had no time for sports. The, well, but there are some that go back to your point that even Python died. But there are some that are great, like the dead parrot skit. I mean, the, oh yeah, yeah. There's some that yeah, they is always really show good. that one. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's good. It's it yeah, it's sense. it's their iconic scene. So. Please said that all they did was looked up a thesaurus of all, of the dead of everything that meant dead, and that's what they ran with with that. Yeah. So, but that, that's it, it, it's funny. They made it funny, and but the whole point is they take care in their details, and they 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 hone their craft, and they did it so well. It's just too bad Graham Chapman died because I really think there probably would have could have been a fourth movie had he not died. Yeah, and I think with you know even uh, John Cleese and I, it's like you could tell their worth ethic is just insane. And I mean, like that guy's still doing crap to this day, which he doesn't need to be doing, and all the other guys. So it's like, I mean, they've been doing it for so long, but yeah, if if they still were all in, you know all here i guess what i would say i mean yeah it would probably have more work from them but yeah i mean it's just crazy the list the movies i really think there would have been you had to think there'd been more movies in them yeah that we could have had more had because they're not python without all of them so i could understand totally why it, yeah. it just never yeah, happened you lose again. one it's just not the same yes so. exactly yeah no yeah that's, this is great uh i mean let's just jump into the bonsai drop now stand aside worthy adversary tis but a scratch a scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that, then? I've heard worse. You liar! Come on, you pansy! I only had two things with this, but, uh... Well, basically only one, but one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels, um, Wisecrack, does a really good synopsis. Like, they just kind of just do a thing of um, just why Monty Python's awesome, and it's, like, a good little video about it, and, um... You should check that out. And have you ever seen? I, I'll just add this in here. But uh, have you seen Conan O'Brien talk with? Uh, um, it was John and um, Eric. He talks with John and Eric. It, it, I think it was like 2016. You know, I may have because I do watch a lot of when I see something my yeah. Python related on. I hell, I even watched that debate I told you about yeah, for Life yeah. of Brian. It's like so, it was a real thing. Yes. You know? So even so, I may have watched it, but I can't really tell it's you. It's just sure. funny because it's just them, you know, not that not that old either, and uh, it's just like just funny seeing them. And I love Conan O'Brien interviews, like especially when he's talking to like legendary comedians like that. It's it was it's just really good and they they still got it. they like oh, they mess with him and they mess with everybody and it's like one of the funniest things they say is just like uh um you know he's at he's like he, he's they uh Conan O'Brien brings up like you don't I heard you don't like getting um like uh typical questions asked in interviews he's like no he's like i want like mean questions and he's like why is that he's like because mean questions are more interesting yeah, they're exciting yes. and he's like he brings up like all the times he's been married i guess he's been married like four something more times he's like yeah 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 and uh he like just he has all these jokes about all his like ex wives and all this stuff and he's like shitting on them and, like saying all these like funny things about him and it's it's just like it's just so funny and it's so Monty Python yeah. and it's like, you know, basically during this age too. And it's just, 
it, 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 you can almost see like Conan Bryan not even like, like not even like getting like not getting it, but he's just like, man, this guy is just on a whole other Absolutely. level. Absolutely, you know what I mean, they all were. I Which mean, again, he he probably is like in awe because I'm sure that was one of his heroes too. So absolutely, I mean, Eric Idle, he was on a whole nother level when it came to writing songs. Yeah, and not all of them. I think the uh, every sperm song was was Palin's number. Maybe Cleese helped him out, but just about every other one was Eric Idle. I mean, he was a genius at that. They all, they were all. I was sad when Terry Jones died too. That really, that really broke me up. But uh, um, they were all genius. They all could do so good on comedy, and they were smart. And yeah, they're. And I so appreciate them. They're yeah, a great I'm, troop. I mean, it's they like, truly are. And yeah, great movies. You know, definitely watch them. They hold up, and they're you know need a good laugh this holiday. You know, check out you know any of them. So oh, watch Life of Brian. Yeah. There's your Christmas <laughs> yeah. one. And watch that then. Uh, Holy Grail. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, DJ, what do you got to plug here? Uh, just uh, our podcast, yeah. the uh, Plus Ultra My Hero Academia podcast. Uh, myself, my daughter Autumn, and uh, Ryan, we just talk about all things My Hero. Plus, we just did an episode of uh, Attack on Titan. So, every once in a while, we'll do an, an additional anime, but mostly just My Hero. Yeah, we'll get it's some more fun. anime. It's exciting. Talk. Let's get some more anime talk. That's no. Well, I, we're talking about an anime. Well, so. <laughs> Autumn's talking about making me watch Death Note, so maybe that'll be the next one. Cool. That'd be cool. A lot of philosophy in that. So <clears throat> then it's up my. I think that's why she's recommending me to to watch it. Your daughter knows you well. That's good. So well, uh, yeah. Just check out the bonsai chat and everything. And this will be the last one till uh, the new year and all that stuff. So we taking a break here. I've got a few bonsai beats that I'm going to put out, so um, maybe I think one or so more. But, uh, yeah, we'll just be up to date on that and uh, just, you know, have a good holiday and a good Happy New Year and all that Happy stuff. holidays, everybody. Take uh, care. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is. <laughs> just look at the bright side of your holiday, whatever it <laughs> there is. There so. And this is Bonsai Chat saying goodbye. Happy New Year.